these thoughts up in my head. Things I never did. I took some L's, but I'm still here. Got these thoughts up in my head. I toss and turn about some things I never said. I got regrets about some things I never did. I took some risks and took some L's, but I'm still here. I'm still here. And I know. And I know. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Overthinking Thoughts Pod. I'm your host, Ed, and as always, journey with me as we pursue greatness in a world full of chaos. Here we are back again, episode 48. Um, shout out to everybody, everybody who's been just sharing and commenting on the uh, post podcast things like that um got a lot of really good feedback this week so i'm very thankful for for you all and hopefully you are encouraged not discouraged and that your week is going well so we definitely uh, want to push that but shout out to all 181 82 followers over on tiktok and 100 and what is it 50 60 something like that over at Instagram, so we're we're growing. It's a lot bigger than what I thought it would be. I thought I was gonna be like maybe fifty people, but has exceeded my expectation. And all we can do is grow and get bigger. So definitely thankful to all of you who have liked, subscribed, um, commented, shared, posted, favorited, all that. So thank you so much for that. Um, it feels good. So as always, if you want to show support, show love to the podcast. Uh, we stream on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, and of course, the visuals are always posted on YouTube at the Overthinking Thoughts Podcast uh, YouTube page, link in the description, of course. And then, um, as always, if you want to catch up on the socials, you can find me over on Instagram at Overthinking Thoughts Pod. You can also find me on TikTok at Overthinking Thoughts Pod. Um, you get the short clips there, the stuff that kind of pulls you in, but hopefully can carry with you throughout the day if you need some added motivation. So I aim to please. I'm trying to do the best I can out here for you all. And that's all we can do is just keep moving forward. So um, as far as the week has been, we've been all right. You know, nothing too major, nothing too crazy. Um, just trying to maintain and, um, you know, staying out the way for real um works cool i got some some awesome people that i work with some things are moving in the right direction and you know my kids are doing well my wife's doing well um my family is doing well there's been some awesome things happening um with with some of my family members so it, it's an exciting time and it, it feels good to be in that position right now so we're just gonna keep moving and doing the best that we can with what we got which interestingly enough will when I think about all those things, this is going to tie into what we're talking about today. So if you notice the title, The Imposter, what exactly does that mean? We're going to be talking about imposter syndrome today. Um, I had a coworker, shout out to Rob. Um, that's that's my boy right there. He um, he was talking to me and he was like, man, it'd be really cool if you can kind of dive into that a little bit. Just kind of, you know, from your perspective and, and things like that, because something that he said he kind of deals with from time to time. And I got to thinking about it and. I was like, you know, I've talked about it before, but I never really like dove deep into it. And disclaimer, I'm not like, you know, this expert or this person who knows everything about what's going on. But, um, you know, did a little research, kind of read up on some things. I pulled some notes. Hopefully that that can help a little bit. But I do think it's something that we as individuals deal with, whether we know it or not, especially those that 
overthink that are riddled with anxiety that may feel depressed in some way shape or form so you know there's a lot that happens out there there's a lot of comparison that happens and just certain things that happen in life in general that kind of make us step back and go i don't know if this is really where i'm supposed to be and you know how powerful we are we end up talking ourselves out of so much stuff because we feel like we're not good enough we're not strong enough we're not the best that we can be and yet still we have all these talents we have all these things in our lives that allow us to be really really good and do really good things but the the common denominator in that that holds us back from all of that is us so we gotta work on how to overcome those things deal with them head on and still find ways to be successful pursue greatness in a world full of chaos and be the best that we can be with what we got so um we'll talk about that a little bit today hopefully we get some insight once again not an expert but there is a person um i'll try to put that in the link whether uh, youtube and spotify I believe his name is stevon lewis i remember he was on um he did some podcasts with kevin on stage and was talking about imposter syndrome and that was kind of the first that i had ever heard about it really because I didn't even know what it was. And then the more I started like looking into it, I realized like, oh yeah. So he he does a lot of great things um just on his Instagram page where he talks about it and brings up some insight and things. So, you know, might be a good resource to check out. But just to kind of dive a little deeper into this, I looked up what imposter syndrome means or what a definition would be. And so imposter syndrome is the condition of feeling anxious and not experiencing success internally despite being a high performing in external objective ways this condition often results in people feeling like a fraud or a phony and doubting their abilities so yeah have you been in a position you might be in a position now where you're doing really good or you got a good job promotion or you're you know you're in a spot where you're leading and people are believing in you and they are following you and they're seeing the things that you do and yet and still you feel like you don't belong the common phrase i don't deserve this i don't i it should be somebody else no nah, it should be you the reason why it is you is because that you've been blessed with a certain set of skills you have a talent that allows you to be in that position you have experience that has seasoned you in a positive way in which when other people go through certain situations you're going to be the expert at this and as difficult as that can be sometimes it's necessary because if you're the one who has the light that can shine on those those areas that people struggle with that's what leaders do and sometimes leading can be a very difficult thing but you should never feel like you're not capable of doing it you should realize that your experience when used correctly is going to allow you to extend your hand out to those that need it to say, follow me, I know the way, let me lead you to a right place in the right situation. And that can be difficult when you're dealing with other aspects in your mind as you're going through this process. So I looked a little deeper into this and I found this definition where it said, imposter syndrome is a cognitive dis distortion. I almost messed that word up, but Basically, what a cognitive distortion is, it's biased perspectives that we kind of put on ourselves and the world around us. Basically, irrational thoughts and beliefs that we unknowingly reinforce over time. 
the things that we put in our mind, the things that we plant, the things that we give life to in our mind that most of the time can be negative. If we keep telling ourselves we're not good enough, then we'll never think that we deserve certain positions. If we keep telling ourselves that we are less than others, then we will allow others to treat us like we're less than. We'll allow others to walk over us. We'll allow others to take the positions that we were being called for, but we didn't do it because we told ourselves that we weren't capable. That is damaging to us. That stunts growth. That puts us in a position of where growth seems impossible. But the reality is, is that it's not impossible. We just keep telling ourselves that we can't do it. And that's not cool. To kind of further go into this, um, it causes people to doubt their skills and accomplishments. They doubt others' high regard for them. They doubt their own history and their own track record. So imagine if you review and you look back on all these things you accomplished that have allowed you to be in the position that you're in, and yet you still feel like all those things that you accomplished and achieved mean absolutely nothing. Because you are either A, doubting yourself, or B, comparing yourself to what everybody else is doing. That's a problem. It's a huge problem. And it's one that happens every single day. Like, I mean, people go through it all the time. And it's one of those things where it's it's easier said than done as far as like how you can break the mold on that. But man, it sucks. Like I think about it and I remember, you know, I can I can pinpoint moments where there have been times where I realized like if I would have ever been put in a position like that, like back then like a leadership position type thing i would have easily talked myself out of it and even to this day there's times where like i'm challenging myself to say nah i'm gonna go ahead and pursue this but there have been moments where uh that didn't quite work out the way i wanted it to either i wasn't mentally prepared for it or i wasn't professionally prepared for it in a sense of like mentorships and things like that and so Like, there's a vivid moment in my mind right now that I'm thinking about. I don't know if I really want to air that out right now. But let's just say that there was a position or a time in which, you know, I was trying to do my job and I was watching other people grow at a very faster rate than I was and couldn't figure out why. And some of that was my own doing because I was talking myself out of things, but also looking at how others viewed me as a person and as a professional. And I will admit when I first started, I didn't know it all, but I was eager and I was hungry, but I didn't always have the right mindset, nor did I look at the leadership the right way. And because of it, I I stunted my growth completely. It took a very long time to get to where I'm at mentally, like where I am now, like, I feel really good about myself. There's a lot of things that I'm confident in. But looking over the course of time, I easily have talked myself out of a lot of things. Now, I thank God for the fact that he helped me get my head on straight and, and have more confidence in myself. But at the same time, it was tough, man. Um, it's some of the reasons why we go through this or, or why we feel like we're imposters or frauds or what may have you. Some of it is, like, family-based like you might be the first person in your family to do something or you were the first person that got out and did something good with your life but you have this like survivor's guilt this survivor's remorse and a sense of like i made it but all the people that i felt like should have made it didn't but i'm the one that did and now i feel like i'm left out which doesn't really make a lot of sense i mean it does make sense don't get me wrong it does but at the same time it's like 
you clearly made it for a reason. But when you look at your surroundings, it's very it's hard to pick up on that because, well, if you haven't seen it done before, it feels impossible or it feels like it can't be done. But sometimes you're going to have to realize that you're going to have to be the trendsetter. You're going to have to be the first one across the finish line. You're going to have to be the one that goes through the experience, the good times, the bad times, the tough times, the empowering times. And you're going to have to show people that through it all, you can still achieve greatness. Through it all, you still can move forward. Through it all, you still can be at at the top of your game, regardless of the situations that are in front of you. And even though you may not have had the experience or the leadership to show you where you needed to be, you still made it through. And and to me, that is an ultimate strength to have, but it's one that easily gets lost in this. <laughs> it, it makes us feel like we're frauds, right? It could be social pressure that can make us feel like frauds, the sense of belonging, like wanting to be accepted by everybody or wanting to know be known by everybody like that. That plays a factor. Like popularity is a very slippery slope. It's good to know people, but you don't want to be known by a lot of people because then know, you start basing your identity and your achievements and your acceptance on what they think of you not healthy i could tell you that from experience um and it's a tough thing you know the other thing that imposter syndrome does like there's characteristics in this if you've ever thought about like do i think this way well have you ever self-doubted yourself like have you put yourself in a position where you feel like you're doing well but then you doubt your talents and your dreams um do you undervalue who you are as a person like if another person is excelling do you start selling yourself short thinking that you're not good enough to do it because that's a real thing um are you attributing your success to outside factors like okay in order for me to be successful i have to make a certain amount of money and i gotta have a certain car and i gotta date a certain type of woman or or male or whatever i gotta have this type of status that type of status like do you do that because that easily can get you drowned in your own mind and that's a terrible place to be drowning in your own mind which is crazy i just thought about this negative thoughts when they start to rise higher than our positive thoughts we start to drown in our own negativity And the worst part about it is, is that when you drown in your own negativity, you fail to realize that you are the one that has every single tool necessary to save yourself, but you would rather drown because you don't think that you are capable of overcoming that. And that is a very sad place to be. I don't want you to drown yourself in negativity. I want you to rise above it. And I want you to find within yourself who you truly are. But that comes with time. And you also have to, you have to believe in who you are before anybody else can believe in you. So you got to keep moving, right? Um, Sometimes you'll sabotage your own self-success. You'll be doing so well. But because you feel like you shouldn't be there, you'll find a way to take yourself out. You'll find a way to remove yourself from positivity. And it's so crazy. It's like crazy to talk about it, but like I understand why it happens. There's just like all these different things. Um, the fear of not living up to your expectations is a thing. Burnout is definitely real. When you feel like you gotta do all these different things and you gotta push yourself in all these different avenues, only to then still feel empty inside. You trying to give something that you ain't got. 
So you keep moving and you keep going and you keep trying to do all these things and then you realize like, this ain't it. I'm not making it. It's not good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not good. It's not good to put yourself in a position to where, how can I put it? It's not good to put yourself in a position of, of already being behind or being burdened when the burdens that were created are ones that you put there. It's a real thing. Of course, another sign of imposter syndrome, anxiety and depression. You get depressed because you feel like you're not at the level where you need to be. You get anxious because you can see yourself being in a place, but then you put all the what ifs into that equation before you actually get to where you really need to be. So that's tough, too. What about feeling guilty about success? Like, that's a real thing. Like, you, like, I, I know, like, there's some people that have had some troubled childhoods. Won't go into detail, but everybody's got a different story. We all got different stories. We all got different backgrounds. We have some things that we wish we didn't see. We all have some things that we wish we didn't have to experience. It built us. It molded us. It shaped us. And if you were fortunate enough to learn from it and actually find a positive out of it, like, that's a good thing. But I know sometimes looking back at that, you start to feel guilty, like, oh, man, I shouldn't do that. Because if I knew then what I know now, well, you didn't know. When you were a child, you acted like a child. You thought like a child. When you became adult, you put away childish things. It's growth and maturity, and it's biblical. So those, those things happen. Growth happens. Learning happens. Building from mistakes happen. Building from shortcomings happen. Building from life experiences happens. Give yourself some grace when you're going through this thing we call life because no, it is not easy. No, it's not always going to be sunshine. But man, it's worth living and it's worth going through to see just how far you go. You got temporary time on this earth. Stop wasting it thinking that you're not good enough. Stop doing that. Man, that's easier said than done because I go through it too. But for real, like I'm talking to me and you. Stop stop talking down to yourself. Build yourself up, king, queen. Build yourself up. Put yourself in a position to know that you can do great things. And tell yourself daily. Like, I, don't know, I just went on a rant. I'm sorry. But like, for real, build yourself up. Um, You know what I thought was crazy while I was looking at this? the people who actually have imposter syndrome there's two in particular that i thought was wild one was serena williams serena williams deals with imposter syndrome and she said that in her family when she was younger she always felt like there were two venuses in the sense of like anytime because venus was like the first one out you know so anytime venus did something serena felt like she had to do the exact same thing that venus did in order to be successful or the one thing that i thought was crazy she said like they might order food. Venus will order first. And Serena wants something completely different. But the river Venus ordered, Serena would order because Serena felt like she had to be her. And now you look. I mean, Serena's like. I mean, one of the greatest. Like, by far, one of the greatest tennis players ever. I think a lot of people got put on a tennis when they saw this girl who wasn't Venus start to grow into her own and really become like this amazing tennis player. Homegirl Seawalked at Wimbledon. Like who <laughs> like that will go down in history. That's one of the dopest things that's ever happened in life. Just imagine if she would have kept living in that syndrome and thinking she had to be the next Venus. She just had to be the best her. That was it. 
nobody else. Another person who dealt with that was Maya Angelou. And I thought that was crazy, too, because Maya Angelou was out here with the poems and the stories and, like, you know, an activist and, and trying to inspire. And she kept saying, like, she would write all these books and she felt like, oh, they're going to figure me out. They're going to know I'm a fraud. I'm going to run out of ideas. I'm not going to know these different things. And it's like, man, I wish you knew. I hope you knew before it was all said and done how powerful you were. I hope you knew that people were inspired by what you wrote, what you said, how you act, how you felt. Because when you look at certain things, like um, certain poems she wrote and the stories she talked about, and I mean, she had she had some things, but you see how successful she became. And I think a lot of us look at success and think, oh, man, well, then every like you're made. But a lot of those people that get to that point feel less than. And it's just crazy to think like somebody like Maya Angelou would feel like she was an imposter. I don't really get into politics, but Michelle Obama was another one who felt like she was an imposter. She's like, yeah, you know, like I'm doing these things like people actually listening to what I have to say. Now, some of y'all might be on political sides or whatever, this, that, and the third. But to be somebody that is considered a first lady and to be able to go around the world and try to help and do things and, and do their best to try to provide for an entire for the entire United States, knowing that not everybody's on your side and you still got to try to do the best you can, I I could easily see why you would feel like you're an imposter. But yet, you were called for the position, and she did a really good job. Crazy part, I'll never forget the time, like, before Michelle, like, I'm gonna, I was going to say, like, before Michelle Obama was Michelle Obama, but, like, she's always been Michelle, right? But I remember, oh, gosh, this was, like, right, during the time when Barack first started talking about like his run, Michelle Obama was in Cincinnati for a speech. And there was this time where like, if I saw people that looked like celebrities, I'd be like, Oh, look, they look like so-and-so. And and it'd be like a thing. Well, Michelle Obama was in the airport and I saw her and I was like, woman look like Michelle Obama. Didn't think anything else of it. Got on my flight. Only to find out that was her. So I can say I was in the same airport as Michelle Obama. Probably should have said something. Ah, well, living you learn, right? Anyway, um, getting back to the topic at hand. Um, people deal with it. People see it. People struggle with it. You're not alone in this process of the imposter syndrome. But you really do... You really need to analyze what it is that makes you feel this way. And one of the best ways to do that, I learned this like through counseling and I was so excited when I like read about it. I was like, oh, this is great. So like I have anxiety. I deal with anxiety. I don't like it. In fact, I'm, I'm kind of dealing with it now. Um, just with like how I've been feeling mentally, physically, like just different things in my body. So, like, I'm going through it as we're, we're having this podcast, but I'm also just kind of like, you know, that's why I keep fidgeting. Like, shirt. Anyway, that's why I keep moving so much because, like, I want to feel like I'm comfortable and I don't feel like I have control. So when I feel like I don't have control, I have to, like, do something other than just focus on one thing. I feel like I have to control something. That's why, I like, for the visual people, I keep moving my shirt. A lot because I'm trying well one I'm trying to get the logo shout out to my brother Ivy the great but the other thing too is I feel like I'm not comfortable that's just I don't know it's anxiety it is what it is but one of the best things that my counselor or my 
therapist had told me was like, with anxiety, you have to face the fact that it is something that does exist. And then you have to recognize its realness, but then also separate like what's fabricated versus what's actually real. And the one thing that I thought was really great was that it tells you like you have to acknowledge the fact that you do have like that this is a thing that you deal with. Acknowledge the fact that you talk about it or there are moments in your job or in life or whatever that make you feel like, I don't know if I'm good enough, strong enough, if I'm the best person. Put it out there, because if you don't acknowledge it, then it's just going to keep messing with you to the point where you'll self-sabotage yourself in a bad position. Whereas once you acknowledge it, when you when you sense it, you're able to not only pinpoint it, but then you can deal with what the truth is versus what the lie is. And then once you separate the two, you can build off of what you know is to be real and you can discard what is fake. And getting rid of the thing that is going to pull you down that's not real is really going to be powerful for you. So I strongly encourage you, like, don't run away from it. Face it. You can't conquer anything if you don't face it. You cannot overcome any obstacle if you try to walk away from it and never face it. All you will do is halt your progress and you will watch other people pass, which will make it worse because then you're just going to be looking at all of them and comparing yourself to how far they've gone and what they've done. And you are just as capable of going as far, if not further, than they are. So stop selling yourself short. But acknowledge what it is and then ask yourself, okay, what is it that I can do to help? Like, are there things that I can talk about? Like, how do I focus on the truth versus what I've planted in my own head? Like, what do I do with that? So the And one of the things that helps with that, realize that you're not helpless in this either. I just mentioned, like, there's other celebrities. I think Tom Hanks was one. Albert Einstein was another one. Like, big-name people that did big things feeling like they're not good enough. Stuff that we still use to this day and people still feeling like they're not good enough. It's crazy to think that. But if we acknowledge it, it cannot destroy us. It cannot defeat us. It can only try to exist in a world that we don't need to go after. It will only make sense in its own realm. And if we decide to entertain it and fall back into it over and over again, then it gains its power. So be careful what you give your attention to. Acknowledge it, but don't let it identify you. Um, Other things you can do, separate what's real and what you've planted in your head. So going back to that, like understanding what the truth is, understanding like what you have versus what you have created as a what if scenario. As a person with anxiety, I've done this more than once. It's always, well, what if I do? And what about this? And what about that? And what if this happens? Like, it's all, you know, (laughs) with anxiety and overthinking and imposter syndrome, what if stories can become very powerful if we allow them to live in our heads and stop us from going after what we want? But if we look at it from a different view in the sense of not what if this bad thing happens, but what if I do go in here and accomplish this? What if I do get the promotion? What if I do land the speech? What if I do land the top client? What if I do make an impact? You see how positive that is? Because now I've changed this. Oh, my gosh, if I do this, it's not going to work. If I fail, so what? If I succeed, you'll be thankful. If I fail, I'll learn. And the more I fail, the more I'll learn, which means that I'll just become more successful in what I do. 
but I got to quit digging this hole and creating a what if story. Nobody reads the what if stories. People want to know how you overcame, not what if scenario, which is crazy. Not sure why my alarm is going off on my camera, but give me one second. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> that was weird. My phone had an alarm on it. It said a uh, whole crazy thing. You probably heard it, and the video probably like skipped a beat. But anyway, um, I forget exactly what I was talking about. I think I was talking about the what if stories and creating things. But I'm gonna have to figure out how to edit those videos. But we got it's all good. <sighs> See what tried to stop me? If if in that moment, oh let's let's use this as a teachable moment. If in that moment I let that stop me, I would have scrapped this whole episode and then just redid a whole thing. And the reality is, it's like I'm a real person who deals with real life situations. I'm a real person that deals with anxiety and I'm learning how to overcome it daily. I'm a person that has told myself over and over again that I'm not strong enough. I'm not good enough. And slowly but surely, I'm trying to build my confidence in myself. I can sit up here and I can try to compare myself to all these other podcasts that have all these different views, or I can sit here and say, when I came up with this idea, I never thought that I would even be able to influence maybe one person. I never thought that I'd be able to do more than one episode, and I'm at 48 now. I have my goal of how many I want to do. And each day I get closer to it, or each week I get closer to it. I'm not a fraud. You're not a fraud. You're learning. I'm learning. We're building together. We're trying to figure out who we are as individuals. And at the end of the day, if we continue to keep putting one foot in front of the other, we can make it. So the task for you this week is to simply do that. Take the day that you have and just live in that day and take it one step at a time. Don't forget to breathe. Encourage yourself through the process. Give yourself a positive affirmation. Let yourself know that you are not a fraud. You're not a failure. You're not this person who isn't that thinks there isn't good enough or they aren't strong enough. You are the person that's going to get the job done. And at the end of the day, you have to remember that I believe in you. So please go believe in yourself. All right. It's the Overthinking Thoughts Pod. I'm Ed. We out. These thoughts have been my head. Things I never did. I took some meals, but I'm still here. I got these thoughts up in my head. I toss and turn about some things I never said. I got regrets about some things I never did. I took some risks and took some L's, but I'm still here. I'm still here. And I know. And I know.